This is the Stasis Pod. Tonight's contestants from Chatham, Ontario, Rob from Columbus, Ohio, Jen from Chicago, Illinois, Alex, and from upstate New York, David. No, 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 no. You read it wrong. I'm Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. (laughs) You read that right. All right. Whatever. As you might have guessed, today's episode is Double Jeopardy. <laughs> Do not expect to see Ashley Judd or Alex Trebek anywhere on these premises. What? But Trebek? How about Sean Connery? Uh, perhaps. <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. Suck it long. The day's mine. All right. This I would is... like to note that for those of us who are viewing these off of the Shout Factory sets, we are now on disc two. Yeah, I had to get up and switch. <laughs> Yay, disc two. Which means we're a quarter of the way through the first season. That's right. Yeah. Big episode for us. Yeah. So this is the Stasis Pod, the Beast Wars podcast. Today's episode, Double Jeopardy. <laughs> it's the character introduction episode that isn't a character introduction episode. It's well, really not. Kind of. Yeah. The character that is introduced is barely introduced. Yeah, and barely a character. At this point, yeah. yeah. Yes. Later on, she'll be a thing, but... Yes. Yeah. All right, so we, we open Dinobot and Optimus Primal are looking for a stasis pod, uh, much as they... Uh, they're the ones who didn't get to look for the stasis pod last time, so I guess, you know, it's only fair. We open on the stasis pod crashing yet again, and there's actually an interesting yeah. comparison and contrasting between the last episodes and this episodes. Yes. There's a lot of similarities. It's kind of a problem. It's daytime instead of nighttime, mm-hmm. and we get a lingering shot of the window on the stasis pod, whereas in the last episode, yeah. not being able to see into the stasis pod was a plot device. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and what we see in the stasis pod is, isn't it kind of like... um. A reskinning of Megatron's body with the new character's head on it? It's got the new character's head, yeah. yes. Yeah. It is pre-Beast Megatron's body with Black Rackney's head on it. Oops, yeah. spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Rattrap is playing mission control here, and it turns out he's kind of sent them in maybe the wrong direction. Good job. Into a box canyon. Yeah. Basically, they're, they're within a few feet of the stasis pod horizontally, but yeah. not vertically. Yep. Yep. It's way up there. I guess Prime can fly, but that's not going to help too much because Pterosaur, Wasmater, and Scorponok are all there. And it has landed again in the conveniently nearby Arctic. Yes. Yeah, it, it lands in snow. But Tegatron's nowhere to be found. Yeah, maybe it's the yeah. different Arctic. It's gotta maybe be, it's, it's the, the Antarctic. Yeah. Maybe they are also 100 clicks from the Antarctic. <laughs> really okay. small planet. A, pr- a pretty cool fight ensues where we get a lot of battle damage. Oh yeah, like yeah. Uh, at one point, and Primal is actually on fire. Yeah, we also it, get a lot of Dutch angles. Yes, oh, yeah, the, like well, a sixties like, Batman episode. Yeah, like like with last episode we mentioned, they started doing more battle damage in battle. Like first, you see it like a bit of Dinobot's shoulder gets blown off, and that's actually retextured and mm-hmm. remodeled. And then oh, Primal gets kind of wrecked. Oh yeah. Which, again, is like last episode. Those two 
kind of got damaged a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we uh, they, they get back to base. The Predacons get away with the stasis pod, and uh, they know that the, their their missions keep getting foiled. And Dinobot says that uh, you know he kind of thinks it's Rat Trap. Now, to be fair, Megatron has been using some fairly solid strategy here. Yes. But, yeah, I I can see how it may be suspiciously good strategy. Well, yeah, Mm. they they mentioned, like, the last three missions have been intercepted. Yeah. Or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, clearly the Predacons, well, I mean, as we'll learn, it's not necessarily the case, but it does seem fair enough. It seems like the Predacons just have their own way to track stasis pods where alarms go off. And lights start flashing, and yeah. pterosaurs start oh, screaming at everybody. The, <laughs> but I said the word PB's Playhouse. Ah! You said the magic no. word. Ah! But, yes, but uh, pod. Oh god. Yeah, I guess I can see how it it may be suspicious. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, Ra- obviously, Rhinox does not believe that Rat Trap is a traitor because they're bros. Yeah. Uh, Rat Primal, not yeah. so Rhinox, sure. Rhinox declares that Rat Trap is. No spy. Rat Even though that is, function on if you read his text back that's his function. <laughs> yeah, that actually seems kind of mean because it's saying that you know he he is not even good enough at his assigned job to to pull that off. So that's a little that's a little harsh, Rhinox. Yeah, so it's time for private meeting time with the boss. Never a good sign, and. Uh, are we just going to spoil the episode here? Because it's it's never quite clear how much the episode wants us to know. No. Well, it, it is kind of pretty obvious from the episode, yeah. I uh, yeah. It is and it isn't. Because it, we're, we're still only eight episodes in. We don't really know what the groundwork is. We don't know as much if this is, oh, the same shit happens every week. Or if there's... I mean, we've already had one guy change sides. Yeah, we've already had one guy change sides. Yeah. It's like, oh, maybe this is going to happen again. It could happen. But it's made fairly clear early on that uh, Rattrap is not a traitor, and this yeah. whole thing is kind of a setup. Yeah. Yes. I do feel like it's... Primal and Rattrap being besties is something that's been established. But yeah, that's kind of why it's kind of giveaway, because, um, oh, what was it, the Power Surge? Power yes. Surge. That episode yeah. is uh, pretty obvious they were friends in that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you remember They've... that episode, that he's not They've actually learned to get along. And Rat Trap is definitely less of a dick going on. Yeah. And, you know, this episode, he... It's really a Rat Trap episode. Oh, yeah. Whereas last episode, Dinobot got to be awesome. Every time there was an opportunity for someone to be awesome, this episode, it's Rat Trap. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Rat Trap. So, anyway, yeah. Problem makes it pretty clear to everybody else that he kind of thinks Rat Trap's the traitor, and so he's sending him on a super dangerous mission by himself. Which red flags no right there, rest reason. of the crew. Yeah. <laughs> For no reason. Like, how is this a loyalty test? You're sending him, him out there with nobody else, where if he's going to be, you know, a traitor, he can do so unimpeded. Yep. Go look for Energon next to the Predacon base to prove you're not a Predacon. Yes. Yeah. And then we cut back to the Predacons, and I think it's time for me to open up a potent potable. <laughs> because the Predacons have given the task of repoing this this uh, protoform to Tarantulas, and Tarantulas is a weird creep. Yeah. 
he is the smartest one. Perv. Yeah, he he's yeah, the smartest he's a total one. But yeah, he he of course finds an alt mode for the new protoform. That's another spider. It's a spider that is currently eating its mate. <laughs> so Tarantulas yeah. is into some weird stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, he chooses a form for Black Arachnia that is, we'll have sex with other spiders, but then murder them. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, his dialogue is just like we're used to him making creep. His voice actor making really creepy spider noises. Maybe he's got really creepy dialogue. Well, they are creepy the, spider sex noises. Yeah. Aside from the episode where he wanted to eat Cheetor, that was that was okay. I mean, yeah. now I'm seeing a weird sexual component in that too. They are yeah. you you didn't before. They they are creepy aroused spider sounds, and Alec Willows does an excellent job with the material he's presented. But the material he's presented is super gross. Yeah, he has a line. It's like. Ob still my spinnerets. Yes. He he delivers it in the creepiest way possible. <laughs> he does so well at it. It's so wrong, and he does it so well. And then let's get our new character. She's and it's uh, Venus Turs was the voice actress. She is eventually great. She gets three lines in this episode. More like two and a half, kind of. Yeah, this and, was really yeah. just sort of a. I don't know, thrown in their introduction. Yeah, I mean... Last episode was introducing a new character. This is just, oh, there's a new character, and also the plot happens. She might as well be a later that had fallen off, you know, one of the ships, with the exception that, of course, it is a laser cannon that Tarantulas wants to have sex with. (laughs) (laughs) She is the sexy lamp. She is the sexy lamp in this episode. Her first line is something weird. Her first line is... Black Arachnia terrorized, but said in a weird monster voice. Yeah, okay. And, and then she just sort of dances around in the she's background. Making, like, she's doing kung fu in the background <laughs> while plot is going on? I have no yeah. idea what's going on. And I, like, I guess we yeah. should probably talk about this character model at some point. And everybody talks about her in third, you know, as if she were not standing there. Yeah. Uh, 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 Tarantulas, maybe next time don't make a make our new soldier just somebody who you're going to have sex with. Yeah, don't don't make her your bang toy. Just don't. But yeah, this character. I mean, the the toy is just a repainted tarantulas. The character model is definitely a lady. Yeah. Well, does does the model actually share anything in common with tarantulas? I don't. Maybe the thighs. Maybe the arms. Probably the arms. Yeah. Probably. Well, wait. Does tarantulas have claws? I can't remember. Oh yeah, tarantulas has big like. Pinger claws and the okay. spider legs on his arm. So I think the arms are the same. Maybe even yeah. some parts of the legs are the same, like the feet. Yeah, but but the torso is very the, much... The torso is, I think, the uh, bone of contention here. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think that once we get to an episode that figures her more prominently, I, I think it would be worth... More to talk about. ...discussing her in depth. At this point, she's really just sort of established as being there. Yeah. Also established that Tarantulas is a huge narcissistic pervert, and you really should not be letting him program your, your protoforms, or next thing you know, he's going to have some sort of BDSM harem. And yeah. yeah. I'll, I will just add one thing here. Um, I, you know, this aired when I was like uh, 11. And, you know, sometimes when you're 11, your parents watch TV with you. <laughs> so for some yeah. reason, I, I ended up watching part of this episode with my mother. And, you know, it's fine. There's, you know, robot action, as she's expecting. 
And then we get to this, you know, she transforms her first uh, motion as a robot is to kind of do a whole look at these. <laughs> and then my mother's also, uh, so that one's a woman, huh? <laughs> what are you watching? I don't know, Ma. You just showed up. I, I, I do uh, have I'm not good, getting that one for Christmas. I do have a good sort of story related to, to watching that sort of thing, and and. I don't know if you're going to actually want to put it in, David, but... Oh, just tell, t- tell it. What are you watching? Tell it what are you watching. <laughs> Classically, there was a, uh, you know, an old G1 Marvel comic where there's this scene where Skids is in vehicle mode being washed down by this girl he's been hanging out with. <laughs> and we've even been told by the writer that that was intended to be, like euphemistic kind of it was, it was intended to be sexy she's all soaping him up and she's hardly wearing anything it's like so and luke yes so when the uh the early 2000s robots in disguise cartoon was on uh me and a friend of mine would go to my house like on our lunch break and watch it because we worked together for a little bit and uh and we were watching an episode and my mom just sort of came in because I was uh back staying with my mom for a year then. And she came in and and we're watching it and they cut to the shot of the little kid washing down prowl like that. And my friend and I just both burst out laughing because in in Transformers parlance, basically, Prowl was a child molester, and my mother had no idea why that scene was so hilarious, and I did not want to explain to her why that scene was so hilarious. That's delightful. So, so anyway, yes, I, I, uh, I fortunately was. 18, 19 when this stuff was airing and it was airing at a point when no one else tended to be in the house with me so I did not have to endure their judgment at watching Black Arachnia. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't barred from watching it or anything. I think my mother was more amused than anything because, you know, yep. surprise, Arachno breasts. Yes, I, I do think it's sort of interesting to get that, that different perspective, though, of, of people who actually watch that specifically watch Black Arachnia, you know, their experience of her as, as a young person versus the experience of an older, you know, repressed lesbian teenager. <laughs> so, as anyway. a young person, I thought nothing. As yeah. As a person, I read on the wiki, oh, they base her character model on going to a strip club. <laughs> yeah, and, and I can see that. Well, I guess that explains the weird dancer moves. Uh, th- yeah. Those are kung fu moves. I don't know what strip clubs you've been to. I what, it it, it kind of reminds me of like ballet practice or something weird. It looks kung fu to me. Anyway, so... You've been outvoted. <laughs> this is about all we'll see from Black Ragnar's episode. With a, she, this is, She's had one line. She, she's going to get two more. Yeah, yeah, she, so she we'll, gets we'll one moment later. She's more prominent. Anyway, the next more line is more prominent as an explanation for why she's not focusing in the next episode than it is in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so after this we get something that's actually more relevant to the plot, where we see that the Predacons are eavesdropping on the maximal communications. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we already know that Rat Trap has not been feeding them information. Right. No, no one has been feeding them information. No one is a spy. Mm. But but Rat Trap has already blown the taco stand. Yes. Yeah. More, you know, human culture references. Although, I mean, I can't imagine what the Cybertronian equivalent of a taco is. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just likes reading Deadpool. 
then he'd blow this chimichanga stand. What? Yeah, yeah I suppose. Which I don't think is a thing. And and I don't think Deadpool was that prominent at that point in the 90s. No. I'd... Or had discovered his love of Tex-Mex. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so they they send Pterosaur out to get Rat Trap because they know they've heard about this mission now. And I'm wondering, is was the fact that this is Tarant er, this, this is Pterosaur, was that part of the plan? I don't think it was part of the plan, but I think it was very fortuitous for Rat Trap. Yes. Because right. so yeah, uh, Pterosaur and Rat Trap have a fight. Uh, Pterosaur established. Pterosaur uh, is the cut rate Starscream. Right, he is oh, the yeah. B grade Starscream. I think Although, Starscream's already B-grade. I think that makes Pterosaur D-grade. Yeah. I guess your your A-grade Starscream would be like Marvel Comics Shockwave. Yeah. Who well, actually no, that was managed. a successful Starscream because he actually did become the leader. Right, that's what I'm saying. He's That's A-grade oh, okay. Starscream. So Starscream himself is a B-grade Starscream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Various yep. Starscreams have had various levels of success. Yes. Animated Starscream is B-grade Starscream, but he's the best B-grade Starscream because he gets killed over and over again. I'd give him an yes. A-, because I, mean, I, I think maybe the best Starscream might be uh, Prime Starscream, because he was Probably, actually leading yeah. Yeah. the Predacons very successfully, and then, you know, his crazy boss comes back and just crazies things up. Yeah, true. He was like, I had off. a good thing going here, Megatron, before you had to come in here with your, you know, giant cannon and improved Frank Welker voice acting. <laughs> Sexy body. And none of my multiple attempts to kill you off again work. Yes. Probably because I have the physique of Montgomery Burns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and wait. Uh, when the, the the Maximals are talking to Rat Trap while he's in the hot lava land. Hot lava land. Um, do they have a wood grain dashboard? I think they do. <laughs> I have the episode running. Let's see. Listen, wood paneling is timeless. I, I'm pretty sure part of it is wood paneling. Either that or it's a really weird bronze effect. But it, it pretty much looked like wood paneling to me. I mean, Pterosaur has purple eye lasers now. Yes. I, weren't he, they purple in uh, Power Surge? I remember he had them in Power Surge, but I don't remember them being purple. I think they were purple. And if they weren't, we can chalk that up to the effect of that super energon yeah. charge he got. Yeah. Yeah, he's got eye beams, and they're kind of cool looking eye beams. So yeah, he fights Rat Trap, uh, and he wins. I think Rat Trap kind of threw the fight. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Rat Trap pleads for mercy, which is a very un-Rat Trap thing to do. Uh, yes. He offers to become a Predacon, which is a very un-Rat Trap thing to do. Yeah. Poor Rhinox does... is like heartbroken. Too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cuts back to Rhinox, oh, and he's just like, oh no, oh. he's no traitor, right? Oh, well, he's a rat trader. Yeah, and you know it's he's it's true because he changes the symbol on his arm, and there's a dramatic guitar chord. Hey, he, yes. he needs a faction change gimmick on his toy. <laughs> However, unlike every faction change before and since then, he does not change his activation code. Yeah. No, what does he actually say his activation code in the? He does. The, yes, when he's yeah, in he the, the cage later. Okay. But there's some excellent rat acting going on here when he's sort of downcast as he's saying he'll even become a Predacon. I, I like that. Yes. Anyway, it's time for Pterosaur to unveil his uh, his new uh, subordinate to the uh, Predacon. Oh, yes. this, this is this is my favorite scene. Oh, God, oh yeah, because he's giving this scene. big speech, yeah. and Ratrib is behind him making hilarious gestures throughout. Oh, yeah, Pterosaur's all, I present to you my lieutenant, 
Rat Trap! And then Rat Trap just waves in the background. <laughs> he's he's doing a little salute. Of, he's waving his Harris finger. Like, yeah, he, he gives a thumbs up. He gives a salute. And some other thing. It's just in the background, hanging in a cage while Parasaur is pontificating. As a There's bed. a thumbs up. There's a, yeah, that's right, finger wave. And I just love it. It's the I best. That, that it's cute. the best scene in the episode. Yeah. It is. It's and, very good rat acting. And Megatron ain't having none of this. And no. while Megatron ain't having none of this, Rat Trap pops out of the cage on screen. <laughs> No, he actually uses, he swings out on the cage door behind Megatron while he's not looking and just tases him. Yeah. It's the best. I know. It's it is great. the best. I love that place. I love Rat Trap so much. Oh, yeah. And even though I'm not crazy about this episode, I think this might have cemented Rat Trap as my favorite character. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good Rat Trap episode. Regardless yeah. of whether it's yeah. a good episode or not, it's good rat yeah. trap. Immediately after tasing rat trap, exposits that the taser has, I don't know, frozen Megatron's servo circuits. Yes. Servos and circuits are two different things. <laughs> Listen, you, you have a thing, you put circuits after it, it's a Transformers thing. Anyway, the point is that, that he can't transform after being tased. Yep. At least immediately. So they put him in a cage in the basement, and because Rattrap is still potentially a traitor, they're putting him in a cage in the basement, too. Yeah, and, uh, oh, is it Tarantulas that says the line? Not in front of the Maximal? Yeah, because he's having a debate with, because Scorponok obviously wants to follow Megatron. Uh, Black Arachne calls him a fool, so that's her second line, take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> of your potent potable. <laughs> Yay, potent potables. And, uh, yeah, it, so she's siding with Tarantulas on this one, or also kind of with Pterosaur. It, she doesn't get a personality in this episode. No, no not really. So she gets to do kung fu poses in this episode. Yes. Personality yeah. comes later. Yeah, but Pterosaur thinks he's in charge again. Scorponox, yeah. in his limited vocabulary, disagreeing with that. He's being a G1 Dinobot still. Ah, and Tarantulas and Black Reckoner, eh, let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Have, well, Tarantulas has his own schemes that he's... Probably started already. Well, he has Black Rachne. Of course, he started scheming. Well, we know what that what scheme that is. He'll do more. <laughs> Ew. He's pretty transparent. What Waspinator is? Uh, Waspinator. He's he's just give me orders. Somebody don't care. I'm just here to do a job. <laughs> I just want someone to tell me what to do. Someone tell me I what to do and love don't me, but... make me get blown up by doing it. That's all I want. Just give me a job that isn't under loosely connected rocks. Yes. <laughs> so while they're bickering for most of the rest of the episode, we cut down to Megatron and Rattrap swinging in their cages. Yeah. Megatron oh, yes. has, of course, programmed these cages to let him out whenever he wants. Yep. Megatron has apparently read the Lord Vetinari rule of being a dictator. Yeah, he's all about the uh, wise tyrant, blah, 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 which is really a thing he only does in this episode. Yes. It is, but it's also totally ripped out of Terry Pratchett books. Hmm. I, that I can believe. So he gets out, and unsurprisingly, Rattrap also gets out. Yeah. After changing his uh, insignia back. I would oh, like yeah. to note that when Megatron gets out, it's so brilliant, because he just opens his cage door, and the, one of their little flying platform scooters comes by, and then he yeah. just, like, takes off, and he's a dinosaur the yeah. whole time. So, so he's just a T-Rex 
on a hoverboard, GTFOing. <laughs> Just... He's a T-Rex in a prison cage who says to the computer, I'm Megatron, let me out and give me a hoverboard. And it does! Yep. You know, despite all his, his rage, he is still just a Rex in a cage. <laughs> but he's not in a cage for long. No. Just the way he just goes, just like, here I go. <laughs> yep. I think it, it helps the, the modern internet fascination with T-Rexes doing things. I think yes. that, that brings a lot more enjoyment to be stores. I blame Ryan North. Yeah. Why is Tyrant always designs their prisons so that they can escape from them? A wise Tyrant always designs their things to work with tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> After Megatron, T-Rex is out on his hoverboard. Uh, Rat Trap uses his utility arm again to pull out lock picks. He's Batman. He yeah. has everything he needs for any specific moment in his arm. Yeah. Yep. He He's got a really lock, forearm of, of holding. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then, and then he, he makes the jump over to the bars on the window. <laughs> Good job. And he makes it find out He's... after these messages. Yeah. He caught the bars, but he's slipping. Will he survive? Yes, he uh, survived. Yeah, yeah, he survived. Yeah. yeah, he's fine. And then he's walking around in, well, they're not quite air ducts. They're big enough for him to stand it just up. just kind of looks like a doom level. Yeah, it's it's, a little, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the floorboards under where Pterosaur and Scorpidoc are still arguing. Yeah. And this little actual rat walks by, walking across the grate, walks in front of Rat Trap, and effectively squeaks and is like, follow me if you want to live. And, and then Rat Trap just mugs to the camera and then follows the rat. <laughs> the rat is just smaller Rat Trap, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and th- there's there's a second where... I'm not sure if it was just the way his hand was moving while he was looking up through the grate at Pterosaur bickering. I think Rat Trap might have did that that thing where you you pull out underneath your chin, like the Italian fuck you symbol. Ha. I, I'm not sure if it, he actually did that or I just in, interpreting it because his hand was near his face. But it's like, yeah, yeah, screw you guys. I'm following the rat. So, so he finds this, uh, you know, decoder, you know, secret decoder ring or whatever. Uh, takes that out, keeps sneaking around, uh, ends up caught in one of Tarantulas' webs. But cuts uh, him which, through it immediately. Yes. Not immediately. Although this does manage to interrupt one of Tarantulas' meals, where he's going to eat that rat. Yeah, the exact <laughs> same rat. Which, I think the rat even gave Rat Trap a thumbs up after he led him the right way. He definitely gave him, like, a little nod. <laughs> Rats got to stick together. Yeah, now Tarantulas follows him back, and amusingly, Rat Trap blasts him before he can get through his activation code. Yeah. Always nice to have those sequences interrupted. This isn't Sailor Moon, Tarantulas. <laughs> yeah. You better hurry it up. He, he was battle damaged in robot mode. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he that. sort of got, and he... It's never quite clear whether you have to totally say it to transform. Well, most the of timing's the, a little off. Well, yeah, with yeah. most of the time, like... Before you finish saying it, you've already started transforming. Yeah. And Tarantulas gets the Tarantulas to, and then pff, Rat Trap I mean, he kind of got, maybe, he, like, you know, he hadn't snapped on all the tabs and, uh, you know, lined all the pegs up. You know, hasn't rotated his arms around the right way. Maybe. Maybe. Hasn't removed weapon from hidden location to place in hand. Yeah, but, and Tarantulas is out for the rest of the episode? 
We see him mm-hmm. later where he's battle damaged, like right yeah. at the very end. Maybe he's got better six. Maybe he's like, screw this, I'm gonna go wank. He first is going to final fight, but he doesn't actually talk to anyone for the rest of the episode. Uh huh. Although, again, more great acting from vo- from Alec Willows when he gets shot. Oh, so oh, yeah. good. So good. So Rattrap gives the signal, the Maximals attack, and even though we turn on the back, he decides to put Pterosaur in charge because what the hell, why not? <laughs> this will be hilarious. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of punishing him by leaving him in charge. Uh-huh. Yeah, by not yeah. taking over when things really go wrong. Why is uh, Pterosaur like panicked screaming here? Going to go wrong. Mm. Uh, Waspinator gets chain gunned of doom again. Yeah, he's dead again. Poor Waspinator. Becoming a habit. Uh, Rattrap gets ordered to shoot Primal and does. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, Megatron and Dinobot have a fight. Uh, well, no, first, um, Dinobot confronts Rat Trap. Right. And then Megatron sn- sneaks up behind Dinobot and puts his head in his claw hand. Right, well, in his head, head hand. Yes. <laughs> Grabs it in his dino mouth that is yeah. his hand right now. Uh-huh. Yep. So, as you know, prove to me that you're a Predacon. Shoot this Dinobot. And instead he shoots Pterosaur and blows his head off, which is, I think, a first, I think this is our first decapitation. Uh, yeah, um, even, even when Megatron got blasted, his head was still halfway attached. Yeah. There this was the, the Cheetor dream sequence where Megatron got decapitated. Oh, yeah. This is a real deal decapitation. Oh, yeah, and it's delightful. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of gets like a scorch mark mustache. <laughs> yep. And eventually his head gets just tossed back onto his body without being repaired and falls back off again. Yeah. Yes. And, we, and we get a, you know, real... Oh, my aching head joke, which, eh, you're better than that, Beast Wars. Anyway, Dinobot also beats up Megatron and knocks out, some of his, and knocks out one of his yeah. teeth, which was amusing. Yep. yep. As soon as Rattrap shoots Pterosaur, Dinobot gets better on Megatron. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Maximals retrieve Rattrap and apparently didn't talk to him all the way back home, because when they get him back to the base, they still think he's a traitor. Well, yep. it, it's so easy to get back home. It's like two seconds from anywhere on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah, just there. Poof. Uh, and oh. you know, Dinobot is about to uh, go full ham on Rattrap here. On the other hand, Rhinox is Rattrap's loyal epic mount. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, and Black Arachnia has her last line of the episode. Oh, right. She fights Cheetor. She gets both of her sets of spider legs shot off by Cheetor. And yeah. then kicks him in the face. Yeah, Black Rackney, yep. don't care. She's it's unfair. pretty great. Cheetor's just charging at her, and she just puts up her foot, and he runs into it face first. It's, yep. it's pretty and great. And then it's another time, and that's third line, drink. Yeah, yep. and she yep. just walks Third off. line, drink, and then she disappears from yeah, the show the for episode, another few episodes. For no reason. Yeah, yeah, they actually acknowledge that after that, they she's just wandered off somewhere. Yeah, but in they the next episode, her. she's just with them. Yeah. Well, I guess she decided to come back. Just like a dog, you know. They wander off. Eventually, they decide to come back to where they eat. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they need her, because really, Scorponok and Waspender only count as one robot together. Uh, and Not yeah, because so. they're combined, but because they're incompetent. Yeah, so everything is explained, which the audience kind of knows already. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
And Ratchet, of course, explains that he was trying to miss Primo when he shot him, and everybody has a big laugh. <laughs> and we end on butterflies for some reason. Yep. <laughs> we get some metaphorical butterflies a lot in this show. Because ha 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 ha. And uh, yeah, so not a great episode. I like Rattrap, so I really like it, but it's not a great episode for an introduction of a character. She's incidental. Yeah. She is a the sexiest of lamps. <laughs> yeah. She is the sexiest of sexy lamps. She, Fortunately, she's like later she will become much less of a sexy lamp. Yeah, yeah she will, although good. not in the next episode, so don't hold your breath. Eventually. I'll give it credit for not assuming the audience is idiots and feeling the need to explain that Rat Trap isn't a traitor early. But yeah, yeah, that's also kind of a plot hole. Yeah. I mean, and why don't you just tell the other Maximals? They're not talking about this on the radio. Well, that could be the thing. Maybe they didn't know. Either they, they have a, might have had a wiretap into the base, or they might have been the radio. Mm. They found yeah, out they it didn't, on the radio. They didn't know exactly what the Predacons yeah. had on them, but still, couldn't they have just gone out of the base to have the conversation? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing. But well, also a problem is, well... You can't tell Cheetor he's because he's going to be a bad actor. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want a, you want honest reactions out of uh, Rhinox, even though he could probably fake it. But eh. and Dinobot, well, you're not going to tell Dinobot he's a jerk. Yeah, Dinobot <laughs> would say that's a stupid idea. We should just blow the base up and then it'll take <laughs> care of everything. Yeah, if you're sneaking rat trap in there, said bombs. Yeah. <laughs> the hell. Uh, Dinobot just wants the Maximals to do his dirty work. For him. Well, it was a good episode. Rat Trap being sneaky. Well, it's a good episode for me. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a really really good episode for Rat Trap. Yeah, and it also yeah. started a tradition of like him talking to Megatron, which is always fun. Yes. Which comes and up. I think this up. is really the last time Pterosaur tries his Starscream act. After this, he's kind of just a guy. Yeah. Well, you kind of yeah. wouldn't expect him to continue it after Power Surge, but he still did it. I mean, I guess I that makes him smarter than Starscream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After so, this, it's just, figure it out. It's clear that even if he was to depose Megatron, the others would rather repair Megatron than follow Pterosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing no one's to buying do it. To work. Yeah. All right. So I uh, I think that brings us to Final Jeopardy. Also, why is this episode called Double Jeopardy? Uh, it, uh, that is a really good I Because Rat Trap can't be tried twice for the same crime. <laughs> yeah. Because it's kind of... Yeah, why wouldn't you call it, like, Double Cross or something? I mean, I guess he's kind of a double agent, sort of. But how does the Jeopardy get into that? I mean, it's... Well, it is Jeopardy. Jeopardy. It allows us to make Jeopardy jokes, but aside from that... He is in Jeopardy. He is jeopardized. His safety I mean, is it, jeopardized. Unless it's a reference to Black Arachne, in which case it's double D jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, oh, Black uh, Arachne. You poor, poor thing. Uh, I mean, to over-exaggerate things for animation, and exaggerate way too far. <laughs> All right. So, I uh, I think that, uh, that should about do it for uh, the Jeopardy round today. So please enjoy your consolation prizes and your lifetime supply of a leave. What is a leave? 
Clint, I'll write the newer episodes. Though. Yeah, it, it, whenever they, they they do the commercial break before uh, Final Jeopardy, and right before they come back, they have a commercial that's set up to look like a Jeopardy question with or a Jeopardy answer with the you know the yeah. blue screen and the white text, but it's an ad for a leave. Uh, you know, the answer is a leave. Uh, so it, it always kills me when I'm fast forwarding through that thing on the DVR. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Causes me such pain that I I need some sort of painkiller, but I, I can't think of one. Uh, what what could the answer possibly be? Who knows? Anyway. So that has been the Stasis Pod for this week. Uh please join us next week when we uh, deign to design a better mousetrap. Another good rat trap episode. Another good rat trap episode. And remember, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at, at @stasispod, on Tumblr at stasispod.tumblr.com, right into the Maxim mailbag at stasis stasis podcast. Stasis podcast at gmail. Stasis podcast at gmail.com, which I can never remember. And you can find our posts and our RSS feed at iaconunderground.net. Or if you prefer, you can uh, download us on iTunes. And if you do so, please rate and review us. We'd be super grateful. We could be the top Beast Wars podcast on iTunes. That's right. Also or find us on uh, Pocket Cast if that's more your inclination. But I feel like I'm the only one who cares about that. Pocket Cast. Are we on? even get that on a Zune? <laughs> it's a Android and iOS podcast client that's not the default podcast client for either of those okay. I just use my Zoom client for my Zoom. Oh my god, I was joking about the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, Bill Gates? Maybe, maybe I am. The Zoom was actually a really good piece of hardware. It well, yes, just I mean, didn't have know, the accessory so, so it was ecosystem of the iPod. Minus, my father to this day will argue with you that Betamax was an excellent format and it should have won. It was the better format, and TV studios kept using derivatives of that format until they switched to HD and just saving stuff on computers. You can't beat the pornography industry. They went VHS, and so went to the rest of the entertainment industry. Yeah. Yes. All right, so. I have a Zune, I'm sorry. It's a really good Zune, too. It's that really pretty Zune. Yes. My, my MP3 player is named after a character in Game of Thrones. Well, mine's named Ravage. Oh. Well, no, it, it's a it's a Sansa brand. Oh. <laughs> I I just have an iPhone. I'm sorry, guys. Oh. Yeah, I've, I've okay. been using my iPhone since about since the Zune came out. And that on touch with was just an iPhone without the cellular radio. <laughs> Alright, so for the uh, the Stasis Pod, I've been Rob. I'm Jen. I've been Alex. And I am Sean Connery. My day has come. <laughs>
So, uh, interesting duo of episodes there. Uh, like I said, next week we've got Better Mouse Trap and Gorilla Warfare, which is one of my favorites. Oh, Warfare. Yes. Yay! Such so much good Gary Chalk yelling. Yes. And we get cyber bees. I love cyber bees. bees. Cyber bees. Bees. Oh, Scorponok builds things. Yes. I think we might need to cut Nicolas Cage dialogue into the next episode set. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> oh god, not the bees! Not the bees! Not the cyber bees! <laughs> I'm gonna have what is to. That? What is that? I'm gonna have to put our put this in our in my podcast collection on my Zoom client and make sure everything works okay. Oh man! And then then oh, Sorbonne, I totally should have been uh, uh, the enemy of Polar Claw because Polar Claw is like Nick Cage in that bear suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be great. <laughs> 